Hey, what's up, friends? It's Danny Cola uh, from the Danny Cola Podcast, bringing to you episode number 45. Just rolling right along here. This episode is brought to you by Tone Up Club. Tone Up Club is a personal training studio on Park Ridge. Go to www.toneupclub.com right now to check out the class schedule. And just because you're listening to this podcast, you get 25% off any small group training. Small group training goes up to four people. So get three friends and we can get a 10 pack for what goes for normally $350. You can train there two times a week for five weeks for 25% off. That's $263 for 10 small group sessions. Sounds like a pretty good deal. And you can use promo code FIT at online checkout, or you can come into the gym and just say you heard it from the Danny Cola podcast, and we'll honor it right then and there. That's it. Also, you get 10% off your first month of online training with Tone Up Club and me, Danny Cola Fitness. That's 10% off online training with promo code FIT. Or, like I said, in the gym, just say you heard this ad in the Danny Cola podcast, and we will honor it right then and there. This episode is also brought to you by Elemental Float and Cryotherapy. Float tank sessions, float tank sessions are just a great way to decompress and relax. I know people may think it's like, well, I'm all claustrophobic. And no, listen, give it a shot. It's a great way to physically and mentally decompress and relax and just let your body and mind float away you get a real clear perspective on your ideas and thoughts and uh, you know things that are going on in your life that will help you for the better go to elementalfloat.com to see what they got going on over there and if you use promo code or in store saying you heard this ad on the danny cola podcast you get $20 off your first float. So go to Elemental Float and Crowd Therapy in Park Ridge. Fantastic place to just hang and, like I said, decompress. All right, well, this episode of the podcast, I have my friend come in named DJ Simone. You may or may not have heard of him. He's a pretty well known Chicago DJ, just working his ass off, just living the dream he's always wanted to be a dj ever since he was a kid and every day he just works towards what he wants to do with his life he's such a great kid with such good energy i love having him over i love having conversations with him and this is what this podcast was it was just a great conversation with a good friend we had some coffee we had some laughs my animals are running around we recorded this podcast at my house my two dogs and a cat just chilling um you can see this podcast on uh, Danny Cola Fitness Instagram Live. You can check out the Coffee Time episode DJ and DJ Simone and I did after episode six Coffee Time, and that's on my uh, Instagram TV. It was a fun conversation. We talked a lot about life. We talked a lot about a lot of good things. You're gonna have to tune in. So, without further ado, episode 45 of the Danny Cola Podcast with. DJ Simone. The word love gets thrown around so so easily and so loosely. I was just I was just saying that I think everything is love. Everyone and every human is trying to find it. Every human wants it, right? We look 
at the people and we try to seek acceptance. We try to seek approval. That's a form of love. Right. We do things in like, like we are attracted to what we like and we do them because why? We enjoy them. We love them, right? We're trying to seek that out every, everything that we do and every person that we talk to. Why wouldn't we? Like we wouldn't attract, like go for hate, you know? Well, some people do. Some people are weird. <sighs> some people, some people are. How about this, bro. though? Like people that are wired people that are wired to do things that are inhumane and not good for other humans but they find pleasure in it that's like, like a hard wiring fuck around fuck that's, up yeah they're fucked up gee. <laughs> <laughs> what i gotta record i gotta push record on the video I you push record. oh no i did but oh, i gotta cool. i want to get the video too you know i was yeah, yeah, yeah. i say hold on this is good let's i say we instagram live this whatever you want it's your show. I, it's my show. I need to Instagram live this. I'm going to Instagram live it. Introducing, ladies and gentlemen, dun, 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 DJ Simone. It's always that song. <laughs> see, here's the, the M. When you see the M, that's where you got to talk it's into. The, the M on the microphone. You got to talk into it. Where do you see an M? Damn, I see it. See I do see the M. There yep. it is. When you talk through the, like, you gotta talk through the M. The M was hidden, G. I, I couldn't. I'm see going it. to. I go. gotta give a tutorial Better. to every person that I have on the show. Like, look, you have. It's very, very important to talk into the microphone. Sometimes people get a little like uh, intimidated when they have to talk into a microphone because you feel so close to it. Maybe? Well, no, no, no. I just think it's like, oh, it's recording. Now I gotta think about what I'm gonna say and all that. Oh like, yeah. My whole point is to just let whatever happen happen. Of course. You know. What do you think? I love the show so much, bro. Yeah. Like it just like we just push record and just forget about it. We yeah. just talk. Yeah. Well, that's why I like having you on and talking. Like you just come over the house and then we have a conversation, just like a normal flowing conversation, right. except that we talk on microphones. All right. So Instagram Live. I think. <laughs> That was my cat. <laughs> that was my cat who made that noise. She came down here. I have a, I have a zoo in the house. Two dogs and a, and a cat. This is the first time I'm doing a podcast from my house. This is this is true. It's the first time I'm doing a podcast from my house. Okay, so first Instagram Live is Instagram is where a lot of people live. It's, what do you think about that? Keep talking about Instagram. I'm gonna push record and get in on Instagram Live. What do you feel about Instagram and the whole social media thing? I think it's great. I think it's good. It's use. It's a useful tool. I think uh, I think it's like a double-edged sword, man. Like yeah, some people literally live for on sure. that. It's definitely a double-edged sword. Literally live for Instagram. You know what I mean? They po- they just feel like they have to do post everything that they're doing to seek approval from others. Like for what, bro? I'd rather live my private life. I enjoy it way more. You know. Like you said, double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. There's good, there's bad. In social media. In social media. Yes. I like it because it's like if you, it's a way to engage. It's a way to engage. It's a fun, it's a fun way to engage. I think if you. Straight. Strain it out. There you go. Straighten it out. You got to get you in. There you go. Hey. You might okay. see a dog or a cat. It's good. it's good. It's good. It's no, it's good. definitely a, it's definitely a way to engage with people, and it's a fun way to engage. However, like it's just an outlet to engage, right? I think you got to work on your people skills. I think you have to always work on your character and your ability to communicate in person. Right. Because There's like no human contact anymore. Well, I don't know that. Like again, I think that's just like another instinctive way to think about things. Of like oh, we just say hey. 
there's no form of human content because everyone is on Instagram all the time or on social media. But people interact more than you think. What yeah. I, what worries me is the kids right now that are seven, eight, nine, ten that are glued to that thing. That's who I was actually talking about. Those yeah. those kids. It's that like kids. They don't even go out and play anymore. You know, you see it. You see it. I don't. At least. You know, I, compared to like how we used to be, bro, we used to go to our neighbor's house and like knock on their door and ask if they wanted to play. Yeah, you, know? you want to play? Exactly. You want to go out and play? No, all right, but that worries me because seven, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds, they're they're very spongy. Mm -hmm. They mimic what they see and they have access to seeing everything on their iPad. Everything. This is not just right. Nintendo, right? You're not just playing Super Mario. Yeah, right. Right. Or yeah, although you are Tetris, you can play that for a while, but you get bored of it and you stop. You have an endless supply of everything. Videos, games, everything that you want to do on the internet. And to a kid, it's like, holy shit. I know, air of Mu information. Music, everything. So, if they're glued to that constantly, you know, is it going to affect their way to develop over time? The way they interact with people, their way that they uh, react, the way their emotions go up and down, just their communication skills like That's is right. that going to go down and then how difficult is it going to be for our older generation let's say in 20 30 years from now to communicate with that generation who's running shit i couldn't agree with you more i feel like there's going to be like a giant disconnect think so i think so i think parents gotta well, wake knows? up time will tell parents gotta wake up parents have to wake up and just give a little discipline I would love to talk about parental discipline. Yeah, give it to that's, me. Talking that's talking to the M. Uh, am I not? The M is right here. The M is right there. And the like, M is right here. If you want, here, st like push back a little bit. Sorry. Push back. Like, uh, put your seat back, and then, cool. hey, and then you can face me. There you go. But now the M's here, bro. All right, we'll turn the All M. Right, there you there go. You go. Uh, where were we? Parental discipline. Parental bro. discipline. I got my ass whooped as a kid. Do you think you think hitting's okay though? I think um, spanking like is. I mean, my parents never, like, hit me, like, in the face or arm. Never, like, a like big, that. you know, smack. Just, like, no. right in the face. No, bleed. never. No. no. That's not okay whatsoever. That's not ever. okay. But spanking is, you know? Like, slapping, like, your kid in, like, the hand, like, when they touch something that they shouldn't touch, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm on the fence about that. Really? I'm on the fence about, like, physical, like... Like, dis physical discipline. You know, I think intimidation is important. I think okay. you need to really... I was scared shitless of my parents. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, back and forth. Like, you knew that there was a line you couldn't cross. Right. There was a, there was a line you couldn't cross. But it was also, like, a, obviously, like, you and I both grew up in a very similar environment. It was a very loving and nurturing environment. It was a lot very of, respectful. Respectful. A lot of support, though. Always support and, you know, an outlet. But there was a boundary. It's like, you know... You can't ask for something too many times and whine and complain without there them without my parents having a limit, being like, oh, 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 oh stop the change. You know? like <laughs> and then like real aggressive, like, you know, <laughs> you know, something like that. Just like very like and I'm speaking in the, the Barese dialect. Super Barese. Super Barese. But the Barese people are a special a, a special, special group breed. of uh, yeah, special breed, that's for sure. And there's a lot of buddies of people in the Chicago area. Anyways, but like without a little bit of intimidation, and I'm sure everyone now and then got the grab of the shirt, a little bit of like a, you better freaking stop I right now. I definitely got my, the grab of the shirt, 100%. Oh, yeah, the shirt grab yeah. and a kick in the ass. Yeah. I think that's where, 
I think that's what it was. I've like, gotten a little kick, yeah. Kicks, like like miniature kicks, not like 60-yard field right. goals on them. No, of course not. <laughs> that's no, what I course. used to get. I used but, to get, like, kicks. You know, like, people will consider, like, a little spank child abuse now. Like, that's ridiculous in my eyes. Yeah, but there's, def- there's definitely a line. There's definitely a line, of course, but that comes with respect. Like, I bet you I bet you, somebody listening to this would be like, oh, they got kicked in the butt from the little... Where are their dads at? They're DCFS. Yeah. Right? But, like... I say all the time how thankful I am for the fucking family that I grew up it's in. The, I couldn't have it any other way, bro. Right? I swear. Because it taught me respect. I never went to, like, I never, I guess, got in trouble or anything, you know? Like, I was, I guess I was, um, I guess I just focused on my parents' footsteps, man. Like, if my dad never did something, I guess I never did it, you know? Like, if my dad, like, never stole a car, I guess I never wanted to go steal a car or some shit like that, you know? Yeah, just following what they were just doing. following what they were doing. Just following their footsteps, you know? I mean, I guess if my dad make it, if my dad made it, I might as well follow his footsteps, you know? Yeah. Well, he's he's one of the best DJs in the t- on Chicago oh, yeah. now, right? <laughs> you know what I mean. I mind. see what you're talking about. You follow your dad's footsteps right there. Well, like, figuratively, you know, like... You you say hello to your wife in the morning and night. You you know you Bring give respect coffee, to them. Yeah. Well, you you, have, you show respect to your wife. You show respect to you know. Friend. Like I was watch you know I watched my parents grow up. It was a very good great household. And then I used to go out with my parents all the time and yeah. hang out with their friends. And it was always like you know shake their hand and you know look them in the eye and say hello to them every time. It was always that type of stuff. Like of course kids need that shit. You know and then you follow what they do. You know the way they the way like I know my dad like to joke around so much you know like have conversations just like this joke have some fun have a drink or two and just hang out and lounge and have some fun I'm usually like laugh more than not laugh and be happy more than not be happy you know and I tell you, I've taken a lot of those qualities because you know that's what I saw of course. naturally now what about oh ooh, how about this what about the kids that this is this is what fascinates me the most because we talk about how good the influence was which triggered the way we go about doing life in our 30s, late 20s and 30s, right. you know, in a positive way, good relationships. Am I late 20s now? You're, tw- you're mid-20s. 25, now mid. You're mid-20s, and I'm about to be 30, you know? Like, this is like, this is adult shit. This is like the time you thought about when you were a kid. Like, what, what am I going to, like, what's it going to be like when I'm an adult? No, this is it right yeah, here. Hey, you bills, know? Bills, taxes, all this <laughs> shit we got to worry about that I never asked yeah, for. Yeah, this is adulthood right now. But, like, what fascinates me are the kids that didn't have any sort of good influence in their life growing up. And they've grown up to be persevered. Per, uh, they've grown up to persevere. They've grown up to learn from their mistakes and handle things maturely and respectfully. Like, that's fascinating to of me. Course. Right? Yeah, it blows my mind, yeah. That's just people doing things on their own, you know? Seeing it in others and just, I guess, applying it. I don't know. Like, what? Who knows where they knows? see it? Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's just like in like their DNA. Maybe it's just like embedded. It's like, all right, well, I know deep down inside the stuff that I'm seeing can't be helpful. Right. So I probably shouldn't do that in my life. But I, that takes a wise soul. A wise, like, I think there are different, like, no, anybody ever born was never, they never asked to be alive. They never asked to be born. They never asked to be born in their... They never has to be born in the, the predicament that they've been in, of course, right? Yeah. We have no control of it. It's crazy. We just place wherever we're placed. So why then? Like, why do some like parents like you hear of like abusive households or whatever, or whatever the case may be? But like, why do parents get to a point where 
they make the next generation of their being like disruptive or something like they couldn't they're not self-aware enough to be like obviously that's harming your kid yeah stop doing that i know uh honestly bro I, honestly i think about that a lot i don't know i don't i can't figure it out maybe distractions they're distracted with just world and just life and shit and not really realizing what's important and what's front of them you know and what they really should be taking care of and then it like manifests itself in like anger towards other people right. and anger towards their kid which can really psychologically mess up the way they grow that's sad. I, when, I was, when I was teaching on the South Side, like, I felt, I, I saw things, you know, outside of school between kids and parents or, like, when you're making phone calls, you know, home, we, we never get a hold of parents or never acceptable, leaving the kids late after school, you know, stuff like that, you know, things that weren't very helpful to kids growing up. I, don't, I just think that uh, there needs to be good steady influence because they're the future Some yeah, yeah. So, something something said i mean we can just really worry about our kids you know how we raise them in the future yeah and yeah obviously like growing up a better a better generation than, than our generation but also too at the time that we're, we're now like we're not having kids to put out a good message to try to get people to be nicer to each other. I do this coffee time episode. Have you seen on Instagram? Seen Back to Instagram, everything being on Instagram. Because um, that's how it started. And it kind of just like tailored <laughs> off, comparing each other, good and bad, right? So like you can use Instagram to influence it in a popular way, or popular, in a, in a nice and polite way to like, ex, you know, express way, yeah. positive information out there, right? So I do this thing called coffee time where uh, I just have a cup of coffee, mm -hmm. and it's in the morning. It's usually after an intense meditation. Meditation's I, I, amazing. Dude, I, do, do, you, do you practice meditation? I'm new to it. But do you do it? But I have been doing it, yes. Probably, honestly, man, maybe like a few months. But every, every day? Every day. Consistent? Three minutes, five minutes. Yes. Start off and then yes. Know, sometimes ten minutes, but amazing. It really just helps. It's the moment of clarity, you know? Just it clears your thoughts channel routing just channeling every distraction in your mind mm. you know channeling it away and focusing on what's important and what's that what do you focus on that's important uh, like it, my current just my music my life my family my health right now you know focusing yeah. on recovery as you know yeah so that's my been my main focus lately but it's always going to be my family friends music it's top three nice you know? yeah your music your music career is it's, that's it's been on a little pause but. pause whatever like everyone's got like their ups and downs and their path of choice but like you're doing a fucking path right there trying, like man. you never had a corporation corporate job right no you never, never. like t to know, know what it's you know what a lot of people feel in a corporate job working in a corporate job and i worked in education Depressed. first well not always not always but here's the cycle and this is what a lot of people feel <sighs> Don't let me tell you how you feel, people. This is my perception right. of what I think people right. feel. Our perspective. <laughs> Our perspective and in going into, like, okay, so I go, like, working in that nine to five, wake up, go to work, check in. And I've done it before. Say hi to your boss, and then, you know, be evaluated Monday through Friday, maybe in a, in a facility of 
a facility that people show up to that they don't really want to go to go to every day. So it makes a weird energy, right? Yeah. So there's this negative energy, and then not you know, not to mention like politics happening where this person is doing this to this person only to get ahead of this person, like shit like that. And when when salaries are on the line and you know bonuses and shit like that, it's everybody just like doing something that they don't really feel purpose in and they have to do it because it funds their existence but when they do that day in and day out 40 hours a week the whole i can't wait for friday moment and then depressing sunday night moment when they know they gotta go do that shit that they don't want to do like over time that's fucking unhealthy i couldn't agree with you more bro it's unhealthy as shit like and people hate mondays i love mondays man it's like a new start of the week i get to do whatever the hell i want you know? yeah like the whole week and month and day thing is a social construct right you know it's a social construct. It's like, uh, what day? It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. No, it's not. It doesn't matter. To the universe, Monday is nothing. Exactly. It's just There's no day, such man. thing. It's just a, a giant space of time. That's right. Every day, the same. The same time. The same vision, right? You're right. So why do you hate the psychological Monday? It's because you're doing something that you don't that really you don't fucking like, love. That you don't want to go to. Yeah. There's no passion for it. Yeah, and it goes back to love again, right? We're finding love. That's right. And purpose and shit. So then that Monday rolls around and you have to go to that office and you have to deal with the people you don't necessarily want to deal with. And they're usually in a bad mood because they fucking hate Mondays yeah. too. Yeah, not always, but, but it's yeah. there. It's that. It's there. There's negative energy always like flowing around yeah. in the environments. I can't be in it. Yeah, dude. And then you look forward to the next holiday and you look forward to the next day off and you look forward to the weekend and you look forward to the vacation. But that passes, and it's the same your life again. Same it's thing, same, same thing, thing. Every same Repeat. thing. Repeat. It's annoying. And it's, yeah. I guess, well, I guess for a little bit when you're growing up, but that's about yeah. it. Yeah, it's nice when it's a steady income, and you can kind of ha- say, I got some fuck you money to do whatever I want. Right. Like, that's cool. But let's say you had the fuck you money, plus your extra time to do whatever you want, whenever you wanted, and still had a, a way to find your existence. I'll take that shit right there. Of course. Right? Okay. Yeah. You know, the last, the last, uh, just your, your, uh, your route right now and your career right now speaks that to me. It reeks of happiness. Reeks is a bad sounding word. It's, uh, it's scented with happiness. That's better, <laughs> a little better. <laughs> no, I get what you mean, bro. I mean, it's, I was blessed enough that my parents let me essentially just do what I love. You know, they're like, if you just do whatever you love and money will come, you know? Yeah. And I found a way to make money in it and man like just my life like every day i literally just wake up and do whatever i want you go to you wake up you wake up you go to the clubs play some music usually not directly after i wake up (laughs) wake up to the clubs do that music and shit yeah i've been uh just honestly man like my whole life has revolved around studios now like my house has a studio in it i go to fort knox my other studio we have another studio over here and that's just my main focus just on music right now because I'm you, on a little break. I'm not DJing so much right now, you know? Yeah, right, because you hurt yourself. A little bit. But when you did DJ the other night, and I had a time where I was like, kid again. Well, what happened last week? Going out. We went out. We did, did a little. Did you come out with me we did a little. Week? Yeah, we did a little, we did a little party. That was fun. Like, you know, it's not, it's always fun to just kind of like enjoy the moment. Of course. Right? And whether that's doing the thing that you love or, you know, just stopping like the, the purposeful shit and having some like real, like letting loose, just kind of just enjoying, yeah. enjoying some ecstatic dance and some alcohol, a little cannabis, <laughs> just let loose a little bit and dance. 
That's fun. Of course That's some fun. No distractions. No man. distractions, man. You're just, just going, focused on the moment. Yeah. Listen to some good music. You were playing some fucking good music that night. You had that little place just dancing like crazy. Yeah, that place is fun. It's uh, Apogee. 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 Yeah. The old Very Vertigo fun. Sky Lounge. Yeah. Dana Hotel. Plugs. The Dana Hotel. It's fun. It's, it's a nice atmosphere. It's like, what, the 26th floor, I think? Of the yeah, it's nice. You oversee the city. It's dope. Yeah, it's cozy. Yeah. It's cozy. And you can eat appetizers. It's got, like, that bar, loungy vibe. But then, like, DJ Simone's in there, you know, playing playing what he plays. I mean, yeah. You were playing fucking hip-hop. You were playing that... Uh, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. You got a little something in there. I try to treat, like, just every party, like, kind of like a house party, you know? It's just, like... That's such a good feel. It's such a fun vibe. It's such a fun vibe, dude. Yeah. It's a very fun vibe. Um... Yeah, then we did a little bar hop or, or club hopping, I we would say. We did a little club hopping. We wanted See, to, yeah. all right. I used to like going to clubs when I was like 21, 22. And yeah, same. there's okay. like a cutoff point. Like you go like 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. That night, that part of the night, man, I think can, I don't think is as fun as like just starting to get going. Because there's a lot of people that don't really know how to handle alcohol. Yeah, I guess. You know, they don't know how to, they don't know how to like go about drinking their mindset is let's go get fucked up i've that, never had that mindset like i never wanted to drink to get drunk you know i just kind of wanted to drink to just chill you get bit. past that point dude and all and let's face it like you're going to your job that you hate so you're not in the best state of mind right away you're probably not working out and like look at her look at that cat, the cat. it's like you're probably not working out and like staying in shape or or any of that, so you're physically not going to be okay. Now you're pounding drinks to get fucking slammed. Till 5 a.m. Till 5 a.m. On a Tuesday. On a, nah, well. Uh, some people. Some people. <laughs> but, like, you're going out on a let's say, regular Saturday night, and then there's just so much, I mean, so many drunk people falling over. You know, I, I say, I, I don't know what the statistics are, but I'm sure that most fights happen from, like, 2 a.m. to 4 a.m. Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. That's just, that's just me I've talking shit. I've seen a lot shit. of fights, man, honestly. Start of the night. Really? Some kids that they don't know how to handle themselves, you know? They want to come in. They want to drink early because there's no one there, so they yeah. can just get a drink. Yeah. And then they'll pound a few shots. And I see keep, people get kicked out by, like, 11, 12. It's like, that's when I, like, I even start getting ready, you know? Yeah. Some people, like, just don't know how to handle it. But it was fun, though. It that, was fun. Dude, that was great. So then... You know what? I, another part of my the favorite part of my night when we go just for, to get food after. Oh my god! Like we did the complete pigwig, pigwig, big big wig. big wig, big ass burritos. Just downtown River North, right? That's yeah. in the middle of River North, right? You go to a handful of those spots, have some fun. Did have, you have fun? It's dude, I, oh my god! Just the the like when you go up. To, with DJ Simone to a place. What's up, man? How you doing, DJ Simone? Oh, Simone, it, what's is up? Is that how it is? That's how it is. So how many you got? Four? Hey, you got four guys coming up the stairs. Yeah, Just something bring, like that. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Bringing guys to clubs. What the hell's the matter with you? Me, my boy, what can I do? <laughs> what can I do? You got to be respectful, you know. They had a good time. Do it again. Got to go out there and do it again. Well, I'm back now. My, uh, I got into a little accent, but I'm good. Well, dude, so I'll be back. You shouldn't be driving the Vespa. It's like you're... I don't know. I might have to retire it. We'll see. I think you should. Ah, don't let me tell you how to live your life. But yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It's like, should I now stop it because I had one accident? Should I change how the much? How much were you actually driving that thing? Oh, all the time. I mean, I grew up driving on them. Really? Yeah, in Italy. 
God, you're so Italian. Like you are the most Italian person in in the United States. (laughs) You know, like you you have plastic on your tablecloth or your table plastic tablecloth. My mom does. I don't. We'll put it that way. Yeah, but that's a little too much for me. I can't but that, that's your mom generation. Plastic tablecloth. Yeah, like a lot of a lot of Italian Americans living in Chicago and maybe you know for maybe in like New York for all that matter, or whatever, or all just all around the United States. Like our generation, thirty-year-old, twenty-five-year-old. Like a lot of those parents were already here when they were like eleven, twelve. Right. You know, like your mom came here when. Like think, my, a little later in her life? I think, no, I think she was. But whatever. Maybe we're, 15, something 15, like that. 15, really? Something like that. Maybe 20, I'm not sure. Yeah, all right. So at that time. But like, they came on a boat. I mean, I'm. <laughs> they literally came on a boat. It took a month. Why? Literally. It's just how they was. It was the ship. But what year was that? That couldn't have been that long ago. I was in oh, yeah. The 60s? My parents lived, 70s? Yeah. 70s? Maybe 60s and 70s. Well, 60s. Like yeah, my, my parents were born in the early 60s, mid, early mid 60s. But I just feel like, well, my, you know, my dad lives in Rome now. Yeah. So, I don't know what I'm saying. I just feel like our parents. I was. I just. I guess my point is, our They're parents are. Foreign. A lot of people's parents are a little bit more Americanized foreign though. Oh, 100 percent. You know, but your mom is like, I swear to God, Ciao, Daniel, come esta, come esta, mom. Like very authentic still. Super. Like my mom is super. I like to say she's white. You know, <laughs> she's Italian, and you can she busts out her Italian, and it's beautiful when she, my course. mom speaks Italian because she's just a beautiful soul. But when she speaks Italian, beautiful it's like, soul. oh, signora, che parla italiano, okay. Like you can just tell, like, okay, you, you your Italian switch turns on. But there's a lot of parents that of kids in their thirties that are super Americanized. Oh, they have no idea, bro. You know, like, we, I are you gonna like? Do you plan like when you have kids to like? have family trips to Italy and go show them the motherland and shit. I was thinking a lot about Or like that. keeping Italian culture in your your um like traditional way yeah. of living, I guess. Yeah. Uh I would love to. I'm gonna do my best. I mean I right. learned English when I was like seven, something like yeah, that. Yeah, Italian was so, your first thing. Yeah, Italian was my first. So I definitely want my kids, future kids, to learn another language at least. So obviously I think I would love for them to speak Italian. Um culture wise, I mean just living at home, we still make everything from scratch. Ah, like, yeah. Like you have the garden in the back, the, garden, the tomatoes, tomatoes, the basil, wine. basil. Oh, you do wine we too. Do, wine. do you guys do sausage? Do you do sausage room? We used to. We could. We used to, we still make homemade pasta. Like yeah. everything we do has to be homemade. Wow. So it takes up a lot of time. So who knows? Maybe one day I'll keep it alive. But it's difficult. Do you cook? Do you make that stuff? I'm or is your mom? Is your mom do it? I'm pretty busy. No. I don't do I'm that shit. A little shit. busy, so I don't. Hold I on. haven't been cooking as much as I should. But no, I do cook a little bit. I yeah. love to grill, especially because it's summer. I love to. Grill. Oh yeah, of course, grilling like steak, everything. chicken, chicken, everything, vegetables, everything. Yeah. Oof. Your house is freezing. You know is it cold? Do you want a sweater? Nah, I'm chilling. I'm just saying it's cold. Yeah, I want to keep it fresh in here, man. I gotta keep it fresh in here because it's hot outside. It's not that bad outside. See, I love the heat. I like the heat too. Heat, go heat. Remember when LeBron joined the Heat? Yeah, I do remember. Now LeBron's Where's on the. He now? now he's on the Lakers. Lakers. I, that almost makes me want to watch basketball again. I fucking. <laughs> I put all the sports to bed. I don't know. I, I just feel like Cleveland's I think, environment is now fucked. They're yeah, economic. Like the whole city. Yeah, is you lose Cleveland's LeBron, you fucked. lose it. Of course, get out. Like if you own a business in Cleveland, I feel like you're gonna be hurting now. I don't know. Uh, maybe, maybe. 
they lost their best thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just went to Los Angeles. With L.A. That's like L.A. LeBron. You know what I'm saying? L.A. LeBron. They're the L.A. Browns. That, like, that should just be the Los Angeles well, LeBrons. Your team got my, the best soccer player, bro. My team? What what's this what see this, this this tribalism thing? Let me hear it. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to break away from this whole my team your team thing. <laughs> but that's it's, Italian culture. No, bro. it's 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 human culture. We're naturally inclined to choose a side and then defend right. it. That's how we've we've grown up in tribes. We've oh, grown up. We've evolved in tribes. You know how it is in Italy, man. Of course. You're either Juventino or you're in Teddy Right. There's but, only one or the other. Right. No, there's a lot more than that. Well, there's yeah, a lot but, more than that. There's a lot more than in that. my family. That's it. I know you've ain'ted. I know, <laughs> I know, but it's not just Italian culture. It's all culture. We want everybody to join our team because it's the best. I like how you look at life, bro. I love so and like but growing up, I never had a crazy emotional attached to Juventus. I liked Juventus more than I liked Inter because Juventus was always in first place <laughs> in like the late 90s and I was watching early 90s mid 90s when I was watching Serie A soccer Juventus had like the a great team with Zidane Del Piero Inzaghi Peruzzi and then Buffon in his early stages and I'm already talking about like a later stage of Juventus but like I watched them and I fucking loved them right but Milan also had an awesome crazy good team too that you just it was hard not to like so I, I wasn't like faithful to Juventus. I bought a bunch of Milan gear too because I liked I liked the David Beckham, you know, Ronaldinho, Pirlo, yeah, yeah. uh, you know. And then Inzaghi was on the Milan team they too. Had a crazy stack team back in the day. Yeah, I but remember. then they yeah. came over here. We met him. Remember that? Did you ever see him? Oh, uh, I don't think I was there. Ah, uh, you snoozed. I did meet them though in Milanello. I went to Milan. They practice in a town called Varese, which is like a suburb of Milan. And uh, there's this thing called Milanello. It's like. Uh, you know, Bourbonnet camp for the Bears. They go cool. practice over here, over there. So we were just like waiting outside after practice for them to drive out. And I got like five guys autographs, nice. you know. But I like Milan too. So I never had like this. I wasn't like a diehard connection. But there are people that say like, oh, I'm a diehard. I'm a forever oh thing. God, and it's like bro. this identity thing. It's like I associate with being with, with anything, almost, right? with a Patriots team or the Chicago Bulls. Or I associate myself with being Italian. And I associate myself with being a Democrat. And your side is shitty and my side's the best. It's right. it's very common to think this way. And, I, and this is a very introspective way of thinking things. But introspective is the wrong word. This is a higher way of thinking about it i think if the human race wants to evolve to the next level of species we got to learn to put aside the tribalism and not make it romantic i get that we're always going to have it part of our dna but we cannot romanticize about it and if we want things to be better and you know we want to prosper from shitty times then we have to learn to coexist even though we disagree I get exactly what you. You mean. get what I'm saying. But it's still, I guess, fun to like have your favorite team. A hundred percent, dude. My whole family, like, I had to be an Interista because that's what my dad told me. Because my mom is Juventina, so there's always this like family <laughs> rivalry. Bro. I guess it makes things more fun. It was just more fun. I guess it was just more. Yeah, it's to a do, fun way know? to like you know to like root behind your town. Right. And, you know, the, my town's team is winning and they're good and it's exciting for sure. It's in our, like I said, it's in our DNA, but. You know, I'm sitting here. You're an Interista. I, I grew mean, up. I grew up. I don't up, really care. Yeah, right. Record. You don't care. I don't care. And I don't either. I don't even watch soccer. I don't either. But, and, but there are guys that like it's will get now. into heated arguments about My it. My uncles. You should go visit them. 
<laughs> I'm sure. Love Juventus. It's I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't know. Maybe I don't make any sense when I talk. No, I get. I get exactly what you mean. It's just. It's another level. Yeah. It's just. Level. It's supposed to be fun, and let's leave it at the fun. Yeah. We should never like. Uh, like when fans of teams fight each other. They're just Bro. looking for an excuse to fight each other. And that causes some real harm and damage to a lot of people. 100%, bro. What was that team that like just got eliminated? I saw this thing on... I was just like scrolling through Instagram. And I saw that this guy posted this thing. I can't even remember what it was because I scrolled through it quickly. But it was about like people that are so pissed off that like their team lost that they'll like go home and like beat their wives and shit. And this like actually exists. I'm sure it does. It's f- fucking psychotic. Yeah. It it's is. Like, <laughs> it is. And another thing, like we can go the route of religion too. Like religious people, they they cling to their ideology, their religion, and they like you know push it on others and like no, this is the way it is because of whatever their the reason is. Bro. Well, that's that's really deep. You no, know, it's a I feel like it, it kind of is, but that's you know with all due respect you know, to anybody. Right. Yeah. Take take your hand away from your mouth and Sorry. speak into the M and say it loudly. Say it it's loudly. a form of manipulation. <laughs> it's a form of brainwashing. No, I mean just like, oh, like bro, you get what I mean. Like, I, it's like by the book still. It's yes. like so old. But yeah, it's a, but it's a our, our our DNA clings to this idea and we want to identify with it. And it's egotistical almost. The fact of the matter is, man, nobody fucking knows how or why we got here. And if anyone tells you that they know, they're lying because they were grown up like a baby, just like everybody else. And they were just influenced by others. And some of them are influenced and understand shit on a higher level. And they can get people to believe in whatever the fuck that they're saying. Right. There are people like that. Of course. Okay. And when we were, when we're all, when we're all hardwired at the end of the day to search for purpose and search for meaning, we want to go with that because it makes us feel good. Right. Bottom line. Boom. <laughs> that was perfect. I'm so glad that got recorded. Uh, Sound like Joe Rogan. You know what? I'm very in, in, inspired by that that guy. Like he's Me like too. he's like the so open minded. Open minded and he's not afraid to just put whatever out there because at the end of the day he knows he's a good human being. Of course. And whatever they talk about psychedelics or when they say something provocative, like they know Joe Rogan's a fucking good dude. Of course. And he's respectful and he's not out there truly bashing. He's just raising points. Let's like talk about things that are thought provoking. Free ideas. Yeah. Free ideas. And let's talk about like just making a better environment. Like the look, I've been inspired to start my own podcast and start my own business and make a living for myself to where I view life every day as Saturday. And, you know, I don't have that social construct of Monday through Friday or whatever. Um, and it's wake up. It's a new day. Yeah. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a new day. It's a new day to build. It's a new day to love. It's a new day to inspire. It's a new day to learn. It's a new, you know, it's a refreshing moment in your real moment in your present, right? Cause it's always a present. Of course. You know, so yeah, I was insp- I've been inspired, and I want to inspire other people to do that through this. Like, yeah, it takes two seconds to start your podcast. Use your laptop, buy a couple of these microphones on Amazon. People are distracted, bro. That or they're just, they're you know they're afraid. Fear, fear is the opposite. Fear is fear is the opposite of love, right? Like you live in fear, you're gonna be a little bit worried and a handful of pessimistic probably. But if you live with love, then you know, you're going to be a little bit more optimistic to, to, you, to drive. It is it's up all, to the individual. It's like it's on their head. 
you know? Yeah. If they live in fear, it's because they think that they can't do it. But like, if yeah. it's not that difficult. You just yeah. push record. You can do it on your phone. Anyone can yeah. do anything. Well, you know? people are people are afraid to be rejected from their tribe. It all goes back tribe. down. It all goes their tribe. Their people. Like it all goes back 100%. down to like our freaking DNA and our ability to be wired for purpose and how we cling to tribes and how we identify with a certain ideology. We want to be loved by the people, we sh- but we live in fear because we don't want people to not love us. It all, it's, it's all intertwined, right? right? It's all intertwined some way, in shape, or form. You know, you just can't get romantic about things. You got to look at things for what they are and how more love can be in, 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 you know, involved. Bottom line, put your, put your own ideas aside and, you know... Just find a way that we can spread the love. That's it. That's really all it is, man. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand it, but God. they don't. This is why, honestly, oh. that's why I love being on your show. Yeah. It's your perspective. Dude, you know? hell you yeah. You understand things on a different level that some people don't understand because they haven't had that clarity or whatever it is, you know? Distractions. But, but don't let me tell you how to live your life. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to get that on a shirt. Every don't day, tell me how to live your. Don't tell. I, no, don't let me. No, don't let me <laughs> tell you how to live your life. This is just. Uh, these are just suggestions. These are just suggestions to make Free a, thinking. Yeah, open, open thinking. That's it. You know, unbiased. Try not to cling to it. I mean, and same thing with like uh, like ways of exercise and dieting. Like there are so many people that I'm just a runner. I do CrossFit, bro. I'd like to. Right. I just like to do kettlebells. I like to just do yoga. I just, I'm a Pilates. I just do Pilates. You know, there are people that cling to one area of of, of fitness. There are there are people that are just like I. I do keto, bro. No, 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 dude. I'm the vegan. You have to be a vegan because it's the best way to live. Or I'm. I just do the carnivore diet where I'm eating nothing. But these are all real people. You can look up these diets, <laughs> but. You know, for whatever, a lot of them are beneficial and a lot of them are, you know, skeptical. You know, a lot of them people may not respond well to. So, like, for example, there's a lot of, like, the keto diet super popular right now. The right. keto diet is a high-fat diet, moderate, car- uh, moderate uh, protein, and then zero to very, like, low carbohydrate. It's very popular. A lot of people are very successful on it, losing a lot of weight, building a lot of muscle mass. But not everybody responds well to eating keto. It's just the way it is. Like right. it, I, I love that style of eating. If if it's your thing, yay, go for it. But you know, it's not always the best result. And a lot of people want and look and cling to the best and something they could. No, dude, gotta go keto, dude. Gotta go keto. Gotta fast, bro. Like I, I'm guilty of it because like yeah. I, I'm interested in that. But it's not for everybody. This is same, very interesting. Same thing with vegans. Vegans are all like, you gotta, gotta be vegan, bro. You gotta be vegan because what they do to the animals is is bad, bro, and it's bad for the environment. And you gotta just eat nothing but vegan food, plant based food. And they want you to be on their fucking vegan team, dude. I know. Cause it's the best way to live. I've uh, I have a, I have, a, I have some friends that have been like that. They turn vegan. It's the best way to live. They say. It's the best but way to live, dude. You're I, so. I don't like when people. You're like so healthy. You know. Yeah, I'm sure you. Whatever. But. And contrarily, there are a lot of people that have health, like. Issues, right? Health issues, issues because they vegan, go vegan. Because they need animal meat to rebuild the muscle they're trying to fucking keep on. 
You know, right. there's a dude that, that has a YouTube channel called Vegan Gains, and now I'm talking about him. He's going to get more likes and views because I'm talking about him. But he's like jacked as fuck, and he wants everyone to be vegan. And everyone who's not vegan is what is on steroids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone who's not vegan is a fucking loser and on steroids. This guy, I don't know if he's for real. yeah. But he's all like, dude, if you're not vegan, and look at this guy. He claims that his supplements are going to make him like, he's clearly on steroids. <laughs> That's his answer for everything. <laughs> hey, whatever, man. Whatever floats your boat. You know what I'm saying? If you like eating yeah. vegan, eat vegan. I, right? I eat meat. Yeah, I don't really mind it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick to it. I've been I like doing meat. it forever. I like meat, too. You know what I heard, man? What I did you hear? I don't know if this is true, but I heard that humans just in the development process of becoming humans our brains grew because we started eating have you ever animals. have you ever well there's there's so there's a uh, a two million and this dude i i need to get my facts straight here but yeah, fact, i'm gonna fact. do the best i can to just kind of reiterate shit that i've heard multiple times right <laughs> there's, that's what a, I was to try to do. there's a that's not what everyone does anyways right they just kind of repeat what they hear on a podcast or a book or whatever or youtube video it's the way people are learning now and it's effective Okay, check your sources. However, don't just be fucking rolling off, like rolling off flat Earth or flat Earth information. Like this is why the Earth is flat. There's been two million years of crazy development in the human brain, and the, the, the people who research this shit don't know why. But there's a couple theories, and Joe Rogan talks about this all the time. The one theory is that we've used fire to cook our meat, right. and by chewing the meat and the food of you know, animals that we've killed and hunted, right? Because as we've, as the, you know, we've evolved, we learned to make tools and hunt animals and then make fire and make the food and the nutrients from cooked meat helped grow the brain. Correct. Right? Yeah, that's what I heard. Right? So that's a, a, a theory to how our brain doubled in size. It doubled in size over a two million year period. And that's a reason why. And the other theory is, you know what it is? I think I do. What is it? What do you think it is? I heard the it suspense. Was, I heard it it's was. called the stoned ape theory. Yeah. The stoned ape theory is that these monkeys were kind of like hanging out in the in the grasslands and in the fucking trees, and they see wild cattle and and cows and bulls and buffalo, whatever, and they're trying to find food on the ground as opposed to in the trees. So they right. see. These mushrooms Magic that mushrooms. these mushrooms that pop out over cow patties and they That's flip right. them over and they fucking eat the cow patties and they say that these 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 uh, prime apes were yeah. tripping balls right and and their brains are developing and yeah Standard, yeah well because in in low doses psilocybin gives you better visual acuity right. you see things in it's all research yeah, you I can have, you can look this up I have some friends on microdose or whatever they say it's great really. So they're like, like they say people in, in Silicon Valley are, are, you know, using microdosing LSD and microdosing psilocybin, you know, it, it, fuck, it makes you think, well, they say it makes you think on a higher level, right? They make right. higher octaves. Um, oh, there's I like some, that term. Dude, there's high, octaves. Higher I like to octaves. think that there's octaves in ways of thinking. Of like you can look at things on another level right. from another perspective, right? And they say psilocybin does that to the human brain. There's a lot of reports of people taking psilocybin where they say that they're more aware. They can see in high definition. And when, you, when you're that, 
you know, you can kill more animals. You can survive better. You can think of ways to construct your house and make your tribe safer. That's this right. is like, these, these are ways that this type of thinking and this type of being moved on and evolved and kept living forward. Survival of the fittest, right? The monkeys that got a hold of more food, they killed more things. They're the ones that survived long enough to keep going and make more and make more and make more. Eventually, until we got to a point to where we were so smart that we constructed governments and so small societies and shit like that. It's interesting. And now people, we're just, uh, people in the now, we're just this construct of millions of years of evolution and we continue to evolve. But this isn't the final product. There's way more to learn always. Of course. You know, Our brains are gonna keep developing. And and people who do mushrooms, psychedelics, LSD, like in like the the microdosing, they're coming up with new software. They're coming up with better ways of living. They're coming up with more convenient ways of living. And yet more people more open-minded. More well, more open-minded. And yet there are a lot of people out there that, and it gets this, this gets exploited, just like the narrow-minded thinkers, the the people who. I don't know, just go one way and talk about this way is the best way, like how we were talking about right. earlier. They, you know? they don't have an open mind. They don't really well, understand. Well, in a time where everything's easier and more fun to live, there's just a real giant pessimistic group out there, basically is what of I'm course. trying to say. There's always going to be. There's just like these negative Nancys, you know? Yeah, the times are so bad and blobbly, blobbly, when I can't be me. <coughs> they spend more time complaining than like, Dude, times are good, man. Times are amazing. Times are good. You know, yes, everyone's got their share of problems. and it's, Times Everyone. are fucking good, man. Like, you have the freedom to do a lot of shit with this powerful internet tool. Like, another form of shit that human beings figured out to do. Just like we figured out how to develop weapons. Just how we figured out how to kill cattle and, and outsmart our prey and build constructs and build elevators and build a computer and build this technology. If like me and you were the last people on earth, we'd be fucked right. because we can't build this microphone. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. No, hell no. We can't keep a fridge from... I can't fix a fridge. I got to call my people for that. Call someone for that. Okay? <laughs> Fuck. I know what you mean, bro. It's a, it's a different level. So like talk... We're going back to psilocybin here. Like the mushroom, the 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 primates that were tripping balls, they just figure out ways to live better and enhance their ways of thinking through that. But it gets duped under this whole drug umbrella. Like, don't get me wrong, you do some mushrooms in the wrong setting, in wrong place, wrong place, the wrong time of your life, the wrong mindset of your life, you can really have some fucking that you can have a problem with that. Like, you can really deal with some demons. You know, you're going to have a dance with the devil, so they say. And it could really fuck a lot of people up. But I heard the same thing with DMT. Oh, DMT is like the mother of all psychedelic drugs. Yeah. Right? I heard. That will blast you off into portal land. So, as researchers say, as the information says, yeah. right? This is yeah, not, disclaimer, this not, is not, this is not anecdotal by any stretch. Family and friends. Family and friends, yeah. But they say that's the mother load of all psychedelics. You get blasted off into portal land. <laughs> the, from what I've researched, the, what, the way I interpret it is like the, the, what the hell, I'm, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like the, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not a breakthrough, 
but like uh, like the middle the middle land between life and other life. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. like the center of the cosmos. That's what the portal land is. The creator of the creations, yeah. all in one time and space and place. The way we and as our ego-minded selves think of a place and a time and a being, right? It's everything in one. That's what makes up the cosmos. That's what I feel like makes up everything. Life. What love is, actually. Love is, love is the cosmos. Love is that center. Love is that. And it just put, it has to be so it is. Now, all the time, everywhere, happening all at once. Back to back to back to back to back to back. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mind fucked. Basically. <laughs> Mind fucked. I don't know what to say. <laughs> but yeah, no, um, that's what they say. I was really I would watch Joe Rogan the other night. He was talking about it. I think I think he was either talking about that he did it or whatever and took him to like a different portal. Which is very interesting. I don't know. Maybe I think I think well it's similar it's a similar place that the, the, the psilocybin goes to. Like the psilocybin place, the you know, DMT plays, it's all, it's a tryptamine uh, form of a chemical. So they mess around with your brain the same way. Like, who knows if it's a real place or if it is what it is. It could just be your brain chemistry altered. But then again, like, we perceive what we perceive. And you know, okay, so like, you know, um, heavy form, or people who are experienced meditators, what time is it, by the way? Okay, I got some time. Um, Med- meditators who are extremely experienced, they have a um, a dissolving of their default mode network. It's part in their brain. I'm not specifically sure or uncertain what part of the brain it is, but it's called our default mode network. And this is where like we go to when we just constantly think about our lives and our day to day and what we want to do and blah blah blah. It's our default net- mode network system. Like what we how we identify with ourselves and how we go about doing things. And people who are experienced meditators um kind of like are good at eliminating that and having a sense of one and sense of clarity and just like a a calm mind and like don't go to what they normally go to. They have a, a way of shutting off, literally. Yeah. And it's helpful because... It's routing, channel routing. Sure, you know? sure. It's a, it's a way to get like real like energy out, almost. like Just kind of let the divine take over, almost. It sounds really fucking wacky for me. But the way... I just There's not enough words to kind of... <laughs> we have to describe or research that. So what happens is, like in, in experienced meditators, you kind of let that default mode system kind of down... And it's just a more calming, clearing, one, oneful feeling. And they say the same thing with people who take these psychedelics, right? Their default mode network is just done. Oh, is it time to go? No? Soon. Um, it's like the default mode network just completely disintegrates. And it's like scary for some people who are on these type of drugs because it's a loss of ego. It's a loss of oneness. And people say that they feel like they're dying. So, it could, I mean, you know, if you're not, it, people feel like they die on this shit but <laughs> after four or eight hours whatever it is that they've done they come back out of this and it's okay and they kind of maybe took something from the experience right right going back to the stone ape theory right those fucking primates probably were tripping balls for four to eight hours or whatever it was that they they were they experienced some sort of higher port of thinking and then next thing you know they've evolved to this next being and boom and boom and boom you know, there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of correlations between some religious like uh, stories and 
like psychedelic experiences. You know, it's really fucking wild. And uh, Michael Pollan, where I heard the whole default mode network thing, uh, I heard it on a podcast from Michael Pollan. He did, you know, he was talking about it in his book. Uh, Michael Pollan is a uh, Harvard professor and journalist. He teaches writing. He uh, he did this documentary, many plenty of documentaries, wrote a lot of books, bestsellers. He did this documentary called In Defense of Food, where he breaks down certain diets and how like carbohydrates affect people and how how people benefit from eating, you know, plants and, and, uh, things of that nature. He just went with this unbiased approach and really researched what was happening and why people were getting diabetes. And we had this obesity problem. Like he just really paints a very clear picture to the people, very smart. And when you're smart, you break down things in a simple way so that you can explain it to more people so that they can understand it. And he does that. He did this with psychedelics an unbiased approach to psychedelics. He, he talked about his experiences with DMT, talked about his experience with magic mushrooms. And um, he was explaining how it's an elimination of the default mode network when you do psilocybin, when you do D- things like DMT or peyote or whatever psychedelic form that you're doing. And um, he, he relates it to experienced meditators who can do this. And he just talks about the, the good things that come from that. Like I said, the, one, this, the, the intense overwhelming feeling of like oneness and like this whole like clear purposeful way of thinking it's really wild and it's i think it paints a better picture to people to what psychedelics are and how they could help people potentially potentially in a in a in a setting that's that's um healthy and safe healthy and safe and monitored and monitored monitored, you know like monitored by by people who are trained to do that so i don't know if you know this but uh, MDMA ecstasy, they do. It's in like a stage three trials, clinical trials um, of being of, of testing, so that uh, the, what what they're trying to do is legalize it, so that it can be used to to treat uh, depressed people with high anxiety, people with PTSD, wow. uh, and it's used as therapy for that. They're, they're, I believe uh, it. Yeah, dude, they're saying that 70% of people with PTSD, anxiety, and depression are being cured from just three rounds of MDMA treatment and That's therapy. Crazy. Isn't that wild? That's crazy. I heard the same thing with mushrooms, though. Well, yeah, it's psilocybin, thing, psilocybin, yeah. uh, LSD. They say they do. They're doing treatments with that, but some people literally get healed, like and cured from this. Like, yes, horrible anxiety. Seventy percent. They say seventy percent. It's happening to you with with crazy. with one to three sessions worth, and they do it in a nice format. I was reading and, and listening to another book on tape or podcast, whatever. I don't remember. I listened to a lot of stuff. Um, like it's. You know, they put a black mask on your face, so you you don't see anything. They they tune it the music nicely. You're comfortable in a, in a in a nice area, and you know it's being led by a, a medical professional. You know, so it's very very well organized and tailored, and I'm sure there's a ton of data that drives this this stuff. You know, and obviously through the tests they do, the numerous tests they do, they they learn from each one and they they try to perfect it as best as possible. I think they're shooting for 2021. So they say by 2021, this MDMA treatment therapy, like you're going to be able to drive to a clinic and you know get set up for get treat get tested, see what you have by a doctor yeah. and get diagnosed, and then from there they'll set you up with some sort of like. You know, they'll, they'll, they'll determine they'll determine what session is going to be most effective for you. That's crazy. Isn't that wild? That's pretty nuts. 
That's wild. Honestly, though, I think there should be more research into this. Honestly, same thing with cannabis and everything else. Man. It's like it's demonized. Yeah, it's Sorry. it's demonized. Yeah, see, like you gotta talk into the M. But it goes back to talking to the M. Back it's demonized the because it's under the house of drugs. Right. You know. So you like coffee, bro? Me. Do you drink coffee? I do not drink coffee. Dude, you don't drink coffee. You don't eat. You can't eat cheese. You you're lactose intolerant. You don't eat carbohydrates. I eat a little carbs. Oh, not really. God. Not so much. Anyways, I'm be as healthy as I it can. It goes back to it goes back to if you drink. Okay, we're back in action. We had a little we're mishap back. there. We have a visitor. We have the dogs. We have the cat. We got to leave. We got this. This has got to be done in 20 minutes, dude. Just like that, like um, it's over. Just like that, time like goes that. by. But enjoying the moment is actually super important. Remember, we're talking from the, the M. M. He's right here. Jay. The M is there. Right here. Um, it's, it all goes back to like enjoying the moment because it's always happening now. It's happening now, all the time, right? Your future, your past is all happening in one giant session of now. Right. So we do a time management and focus on our, how we channel our distractions, you know? Yeah, bro. If we could focus on really what's important in the now. I think that... Uh, so many people stress, bro. You know? Yeah, the people, people stress out. People stress out about things that Life don't. Isn't that hard? Well, just, just live. People, and obviously, don't let me tell you how you're living your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're, <clears throat> you're probably stressed out, guys. You're probably a little too stressed out. And you're probably stressed out over things that don't really matter that much. Like, there are people that have some real fucking problems. Real problems. Okay. Do you ever, and this is like, this is my mind wanting to wander, you know, like, let very. I'm very grateful for the family that I have. I love my wife to death, and the people who know me or are close in my inner circle know how much like I, I love my family, and it just it's something to me that's very important, and it's a very impactful way of how I live my life, and it's an important way to live my life because without the support system and structure and, and family life that I have that I've built, you know, with my wife, I don't know that I'd be able to do the things that I do on a day to day basis, and like I just don't, wouldn't know how to do it. But that's how it is, bro. It's law of attraction. You're yeah, attracted all this, right? Right, exactly. So now I'm so grateful for it. And sometimes I think about how life would be if it was taken from me tragically, somehow, some way, shape, or form. You know, like that's some real problem. Like living with that is really, really hard to get over. And like if it was a trap, like if people have tragedies happen to them all the time, and that's going to (sighs) really stop them from living happily. Of course. Because. Like, that's love being taken away. And it could happen at any moment in the cosmos and in time. So, like, sometimes I think about if that were to happen to me and, like, how much I would uh, I would hate that and how I wouldn't feel good about that. So, it just makes me cherish the time that I have more on just a, another level. Like, like any time, any place, you know, if I'm hanging, like that's, that's what really gets me to enjoy the moment. And it's an everyday battle, right? Like, every, we're human. So, we get caught up in other forms of thought. And sometimes we put a little bit more, like, negative energy on things that don't really matter that much. Like, bills and money and, like, exactly. like baby petty shit. Like, he did this to me. And I'm just going to. Exactly. Like, this guy at work is so mean. And like he's trying to get me fired. I know he is. I know. I hate it. I hate my. I hate it. I hate waking up every day at nine because I gotta get to work at nine. Like I. Nine o'clock. I have to stay till seven. That's their choice. You know. 
I hate it. And now Mondays, I hate Monday. They have to have. I can't wait. I can't wait. Mind, you know. That's really all it is, man. It's but it's. How does everyone get there? This is what we're all trying to figure out. We're all trying to figure it out, and I think with the right influence, whether it be via real communication, whether it be via Instagram, and Instagram people, hello, whether it be that kind of stuff. Figure out how you could learn and take positive influence from other people and put it into your own life. Apply it. Apply it. Apply it. Apply it. And shit's going to happen. Like, like shit's happening for DJ Simone right now. I mean, it's, you know. Where are you playing tonight? Where are you playing tonight? I'm actually off tonight. You're off tonight? I'm still off. Yeah, I'm still taking it slow, you know. Taking it slow? I'm really going to come back, like, August 1st. You August know, 1st. August 1st is going to be, you know. Okay. Because, like, for just the way that When's DJ North Coast? Uh, that's September 2nd. Okay, so... August 31st is September 2nd, so... Okay. and you're playing I'm Sunday. I'm playing Sunday, which is the 2nd, so that's going to be fun. You're gonna Labor be Day weekend. Yeah. It's Labor believe, Day. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. And we get people out to go to the North, North Coast Music Festival, bro. Yeah, North bro. Coast is fun, though, honestly. It's a very, like, I'm not just saying that because I'm playing this year, but, like, I went last year and I wasn't playing. It was a very fun time. Just I've like, been to North Coast one time. Yeah. We got Jamiroqua headlining on Sunday. Jamiroqua. Yeah. If anyone knows who that I is. I don't know who that is. Really? Yeah. It's older, but... I don't... I like music, but I... You know, I, I've had a car my, the last 10 years that was just not technologically advanced. And the way people listen to music now is through their their Alexa. device. <laughs> Alexa and through their, 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 their device. And, um, you know, I didn't... Yeah. Look at this girl. See, we say Alexa, and then she hears it, and <laughs> she starts talking. <laughs> That's what it is, though. But, like, I didn't know what who, who were the artists of the songs when I was listening to them on the radio or through my Spotify that I don't pay for. That's so interesting. Because you know? the one that, like, really got me into I, music. Yeah, I got this crazy DJ into music, and now I don't <laughs> pay attention to the music nearly as much as I should, and I don't know the names of people, and I don't That's know the crazy. names of songs. I'm horrible with names of people. If we really want to talk about that, I'm horrible with names of people. Like, like like artists, or like meeting people. I'm sorry, I meant meeting people. Oh no, with artists, it's my job. I have to know. Right, you have to know each artist and the songs they sing in their album. And have you listened to the new Drake album? Mm. You listen to the new Drake album, bro? No, I missed it. No, of course, yeah. Yeah, so like you listen to all the new albums that come out. Everything, right? Every. Uh, Who else had had a new one that just came out? Post Malone, Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi, yeah, Kanye. Kanye had a new album. I'm so. He was talking about DMT. Going back to that, did you hear about that song? Is he was on DMT? He was. He literally one of his verses is uh, "I died and lived again." I'm DMT, huh? He talks about it, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think he's yeah. He's in Wyoming or wherever he is. He's pretty peaceful out there, man. Yeah. Seems like a good setting, I guess. Yeah. For him. Yeah, and uh, up north, up there, where it's all country and. Nice. I'm gonna go get the other dog in because he's barking and I don't want Definitely. this. Definitely. I got this one Just right keep here. Talking. Yeah, keep talking about whatever. What do you want me to do? You want to talk to the dog? Talk to the dog. Talk to the dog. And hey, Maya. Maya, right? Maya. Maya. Come on. Who is that? <laughs> How do you leave your dog outside by himself? Well, it's hot. It's not. It's perfect timing to be outside. It like, is actually perfect. You know, it's not right too now. hot. 
perfect. They can run around. We're you know we're let them run around right now so that cause I'm going to a wedding tonight and I actually have to get dressed in like five minutes because I have to leave in 25 minutes. This one's very loving. Oh, my star, right. she is the best, man. She seriously is super loving. Here's what I think, and this is how we're gonna close out. Right? Let's do it. Our soul lives on after this body dies because this body's temporary, of course. right? We have this higher soul. So like those people that I talked about in the podcast who had a really shitty upbringing but still managed to prosper and be better, they have a wise soul that's been carried through them through generation and generation and right. generation. Every time you die, you go through the next life and keep that character and right. ways to like, you know, prosper all the time. The body is just like a... This is just our, our, our loner that we get to experience life on this earth, right? But the cosmos, the fucking shit that makes up everything, tryptamine world or whatever it is, that keeps moving on with you, your own little thing, right? So if you were a piece of shit in your past life, you're coming back <laughs> as a petting zoo animal or something like that. <laughs> Where it's just like a really shitty way of living and you get to suffer that way. But if you've lived your life in peace and you lived your life happily and you lived your life trying to promote love with whatever it is that you do and say and, you know, push people to be greater and make this time on this world better experience for the more generations to come than after you pass from this realm and you go to your next realm you're coming back as my dog Maya Star who just gives the most love and all the time and just chills and is happy all the time eating food hanging out with DJ Simone you know just chilling like how sweet or you get to experience life in another realm, in another universe, as something else, as another being that we can't really think of or like tangibly have like a perception of because we don't know what it could be. But we do know, we don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know shit. But it possibly could be other forms of beings out there. You know what I'm saying? Of course. I think it would be dumb to not agree to it, though, because you know, we don't know. Nobody knows. Nobody and that's knows. just, just so you can't say that there isn't. Yeah. You know? You can't say that there isn't, but you can't say that that's it. Of course. Just maybe. We don't know. We don't. Well, one day. We'll but here, you know, you know what we do know? We do know that we can keep expressing good. Of course. And we can no keep making good experience for ourselves. We can keep making good experiences for our family. And we can keep making positive and good experience for other people for years and years and years to come. That being said... We're gonna step out of the podcast portal, Simone. We're gonna step out. We're gonna step out of the podcast portal, DJ Simone. You know, high five me. High five. And uh, these are just treats for our grandkids. Right. Our That's grandkids awesome. are gonna be able to hear this shit in the year twenty fifty five. And understand how we thought. And understand how we thought because it's like they're gonna be integrated with this technology some some way somehow. It's uh, twenty eighteen, and you guys in twenty fifteen hearing this. 2015. 2015. <laughs> 2050, hearing this, this is just a treat for you. This is how we think about life now. And uh, that's episode 45 of the Danny Cola podcast. Like, subscribe, share, iTunes, SoundCloud. Check out DJ Simone. Buy tickets to North Coast for September 2nd. Go check it out because he's going to be there playing. Opening for who? I'm just on the roster. So oh, you're just on the roster. Yeah. Just playing. I'll get a time slot, whatever. I'll let you know. I don't know yet. That's that. It should be fun. All right. Happy Mega Day, everybody. Peace and love. Peace and love.
And that was the podcast, folks. I hope you enjoyed everything that you heard. It was a really fun conversation. And um, I'm always interested and willing to have DJ Simone on the podcast. He's just a fun guy to be around. And you say, well, I'm sure you've heard the term, you are the company you keep. I just want to drink whatever DJ Simone's drinking because he's a driven, motivated guy. And uh, he, he's been a good friend for a long time. And I just, I, I really like picking his brain and having fun conversation. So thank you to the sponsors. Thanks to Tone Up Club. Again, go to www.toneupclub.com right now to check out the class schedule cardio kickboxing high intensity interval classes we are now launching kettlebell and steel mace classes i'm really excited about this i'm actually the one teaching it i do a trx and kettlebell class right now on saturday at 10 a.m and now we will be adding steel maces i'm really excited about that so come check out tone up club and get a kettlebell and steel mace workout in thank you to elemental float Again, I love what they're doing over there. If you haven't done a flotation session yet, go try it right now. Just tell them the Danny Cola podcast sent you. It's a great way to decompress, like I said. Just look at and look, look at your ideas from another perspective. It's actually really fun. I uh, really call me. So that's it, Danny Cola podcast. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and review iTunes and SoundCloud right now. The YouTube is kind of slacking, but uh, iTunes and SoundCloud is where you can find these podcast uh check out the danny cola fitness instagram check out my instagram television where i do my coffee time episodes and that's that everybody uh i hope you enjoy and thank you for all the love and support peace